Hey friends, when things don't go the way we expect them to go, how is it that you talk to yourself? What are the words you say to yourself about yourself, especially in those moments when life is not going the way you expected, the way you want it to go? Sometimes it's with our children, certainly, and sometimes it's just us with ourselves. That is today's topic. Come along and let's talk about it. Because how we talk to ourselves impacts how our children talk to themselves. The healthier we are, the healthier they'll be. And we want our children to be healthy. And we know that they're going to have bumps along the way and they need to know how to handle them. So it starts by them seeing us handle our bumps in a healthful way. Does your child have a speech-language delay and you really want them to talk? Do difficult behaviors derail home life and you know the frustration is a communication struggle? Does your child see a speech therapist and you wonder, what do they do and how can I help? If these or similar questions are in your mind, this podcast is for you. Hello, my name is Dina Lynn Rosenbush. I am a speech-language pathologist that has worked with children from birth to 21 for three decades. And in my classrooms, I see you wanting to connect with the heart of your child, but their speech and language skills create a barrier. So if you have a kiddo that has difficult behaviors, needs to expand their language, or learn to say speech sounds, and maybe even receives speech therapy, stay tuned, because In this podcast, you will learn how to use your daily life as a tool to communication practice and how to do that practice. You will become confident knowing you are making the difference you want to make. And you will hear success stories of parents who have navigated these struggles already. We'll do this all while focusing on building deep, meaningful connection and confidence in your kiddo. So grab a cup of coffee, along with a notebook and pen. It's time to speak in the way your child's brain understands. And that is the language of play. Hey parents, I want to invite you into our coaching program here at the Language of Play. If you are finding that you need some support to be able to know how it is to help your kiddos, with their speech and language needs, their goals, or if they're not speech and language delayed, but rather you just want to improve their communication and you realize that your parenting and changing how it is that you parent is going to make the difference. It is in this program that you can learn how to do that. When we learn how to communicate with our kids differently, we also get different behavior from them. So contact me at hello at thelanguageofplay.com and also you can click in the show notes below. That is hello at thelanguageofplay.com. Hey friends, today is one of those days that the voices in my head got the better of me. Now, I know that it happens to all of us and so I'm sure you can relate. When we have those days where What you want to do isn't coming in the timeline that you want it to come. And you end up spending 
an exorbitant amount of time working on something that you didn't even want to do. This is the time that what you say about yourself to yourself inside your head really matters. And sometimes it's really difficult to get it right because we've got so many disappointments or frustrations along the way. Well, it happens to all of us. I know that, but it doesn't mean it was any easier when it happened to me. So today, we're going to talk about how it is that you get through it and how it is I got through it. And before we even begin, I want to say that this matters in your parenting because it filters down to your children. The language that you use with yourself to yourself does spill out and your children will learn to speak to themselves in the same way. So if you ridicule and shame yourself, your children will copy. If you encourage yourself and learn to find the positive truth in everything, your children will copy that too. It's my hope that you will do it for yourself. But if you're not doing it for yourself, do it for your kids. The situation that got to me was car shopping. I thought that it was going to be easier. I thought that it was going to work out fine, and it didn't. I was unable to accomplish the task today. I have gone out multiple times. This is because I had a vehicle that was totaled, and I'm fine, no worries. But the amount of money that came from the other people's insurance company was nowhere near the amount that I'm going to need to replace the vehicle that was damaged. I needed to make choices along the way as far as keeping salvage or not. And I chose not based on what I learned from the different people that saw the vehicle. But I don't know. I'm not a very good mechanic. Today, I learned that that was probably the wrong decision. And so then the voices inside my head were spiraling me down into a place that was not very helpful. And then I didn't get done the things that I wanted to do today. My priorities for today did not even get touched. In fact, nearly this entire week, my priorities did not get touched. When this kind of thing happens to you, maybe it's not going to be car shopping that puts you in a tailspin. Maybe it's going to be kids' behavior. Maybe it's going to be your relationships with your parents. Maybe it's going to be things that happen at work. We all have these kind of days where what we are challenged with is something that isn't in our skill set. And we rely on other people's advice and we rely on other people to help us. Or maybe we have these decisions that we make on our own. And that's what seemed to be best completely. And, well, we find out that what we're doing is probably not the best way that it could have been handled. What are those voices inside your head? This is what we're talking about today. I'm not immune from it. I know better. And I still am not immune from it. And I imagine that it's probably the same for you. There is an area, if you're like me, probably several areas, many areas, not just several, of life that you don't have strong skill sets. And when you need to rely on other people, there's this feeling that sometimes is confident and sometimes just isn't. So today, I'm going to talk about some of the things that we can do 
When that voice in our head starts to shame, blame, ridicule, or otherwise put you down. You know the voice. Sometimes it comes from upbringing. Sometimes it comes from an experience. But you know what I'm talking about. We all have it. And it's not good for us. So how is it that we can tame that voice? So I wanted to tell you how I walked through it when I got back home. The first thing we need to do is breathe. Really, I know that sounds silly. It sounds simple. It sounds like, well, of course. But it's true to stop and take some deep breaths so that you can think again. And then when you start breathing and relaxing, consider the situation and consider yourself to be a learner. Once I finally parked in my mind that this situation happened because I did not know something and I am learning and that is okay, then it was a little bit easier to palate. So I guess number two is really allowing yourself to be human. Allowing yourself to not know it all. Allowing yourself to know that mistakes are fine. Even though they're hard and we have consequences, we have to allow ourselves to make the mistakes we make. Sometimes it's harder when it's with a human being like our children and we've made mistakes that we don't like. But nonetheless... Allow that you are a learning human. So first breathe to get your bearings, and then accept the fact and allow the fact that you are human. And then third, replace those voices with the truth, which is what you just said. I am learning. This is okay. I will be okay. So the third thing is really Focus on the truth. And those negative voices that seem like the truth are not helpful. And it is not what to focus on because those negative voices are so often not truth. It is just blame, shame, and all the things that come in that category. Now, what else can we do? Drink water. When we get thirsty or hungry, Those voices seem louder because we've got other parts of us that don't feel well. So what I ended up doing was stopping getting something to drink and getting a meal. So the fourth part is give yourself water and healthy food. And then once I got back in a better state of mind, I needed to look at this podcast and say, I didn't get my episode put up on time. And I needed to say, it's okay. It's going to be fine. I needed to accept where I was at and the truth of it all. And allow late to be better than not at all. So friends, thank you for joining me today. And I hope that you too, when you've got the voices in your head about which Whatever topic it's going to be for you, it might not be cars and mechanics and repairs and accidents and things. It might be a relational thing. It might be a home thing. It could be anything. You know what I'm talking about. It's those voices. 
So in summary, what is it that we can do when those voices that we tell ourselves about ourselves start to beat us up? Here are four things to wrap it up. So first, breathe to relax and get your bearings. Second, allow yourself to be human. Sometimes I think that sounds ridiculous, but when I look at the different people in my world that push themselves to try to do this and that and the other thing, and they're just like me, and they're like many parents I know, including single parents, where we have this expectation of ourselves that is really superhuman. We want to meet all the needs of our kids and our family, and we put ourselves last. We forget that we have our basic human needs. We judge ourselves according to not being able to perform like a robot or a machine or a whole team all by ourselves. Don't do that. Let yourself be human. And the third thing is focus on the truth. I am a learning, growing being. Focus on the positive truths. When we do that, we will calm our brain and we will be able to think much better, much quicker too. And fourth, I think what I said was water and healthy food, but really what it is is taking care of your biological needs, making sure that you get rest, use the restroom, get water, get a healthy meal. You know, the basic needs that you have as a human, take care of those things and then you can come back to the problem with so much more strength and power. There you have it. I should add a new thing at this point. When you realize that you've gotten all out of whack, you forgive yourself. You start afresh. You let go. And you don't hold blame and shame. You just let go of it, which is so much easier said than done, and yet so important. And sometimes... It's like a teeter-totter doing the self-forgiveness and those first four things go back and forth until we have accomplished both sides. Hey friends, I am cheering you on. I'm glad you're here and I hope this was a helpful episode. It's a little different from typical, but it really does matter in your parenting that you take good care of yourself too. Hey parents, I hope you found this episode helpful. If so, would you please take 30 seconds and share it with a friend who also lives or works with children. I would really appreciate it if you would leave a quick review for the show on Apple Podcasts. I read every review and it lights me up to know that this show is making a difference. Then come join my Facebook community where you'll meet other parents who are dedicated to helping their children grow too. You'll find the link in the show notes. Thank you for joining me. Now it's time to go. Let's pop our kiddos in the strollers and go look around outdoors and see what we have to talk about.